This podcast is brought to you by the Amateurs Fantasy Sports Network. Hello and welcome to the first NRL Fantasy Amateurs episode of 2024 and we're off to a flying start this year Ryan with uh, regular Rob supposed to be uh, available an hour ago Uh, but uh, shout out to Rob's baby staying awake and uh, ruining the podcast for everybody involved mate good good work. I thought he just had a wedding sprung on him at the last minute that maybe he had to attend (laughs) oh man yeah so um yeah unfortunately rob can't be with us so mate we're kicking it old school it's just you and me um although uh, obviously lots of new and exciting things coming in 2024 um the first one is uh our new partnership with uh picklebet yeah how good they've uh, joined the amateurs team they've jumped on board uh, supporting the boys yeah so um uh Basically, uh, the gist of it is uh, if you want to uh, support the show, you can just uh, make a Picklebet account or whatever. Um, you don't get anything for signing up like and using the code AMATURES. So that's the code AMATURES when you sign up. There's no benefit whatsoever to doing that aside from supporting the show. So there's no uh, no bonus bets or whatever. But um, obviously, uh, you know, Picklebet are... A great, I don't know, Ryan, if you know, they actually started out doing mostly uh, like online gaming, not not sports. Uh, that was sort of how they got their, their start and, and horse racing. And um, I don't know if you know, but I'm a uh, an ex-Dota player from way back. Oh, really? We're, we're learning some stuff here about you, mate. Yeah, got about 5,000 hours of uh, Dota clocked up in my lifetime. Uh, so sharp is... esports is what I'm hearing. A, a lot, yeah. I, I I almost had a career in esports, except I'm not very good. That's like the main, <laughs> but other it was just yeah, no, it was all politics. Yeah, that and me being <laughs> terrible. Uh, but if anyone's a, a Dota player out there, hit us up, let us know in the uh, in the comments or whatever. Um, but mate, um, the other thing is obviously we've got the uh, the Boom or Bus Boys uh, joining. Basically, the the vibe there is is just trying to put out more content and more regular content and better content and uh yeah just sort of trying to give everybody a bit more uh coverage and had we known that rob was going to dog the boys tonight we would have we would have roped one of them in but it's kind of a bit last minute and we were sitting around waiting for an hour for him to to log on so uh yeah hopefully you'll uh you'll get some some more podcasts this year from the amateurs and uh and and more content and and we'll just uh, ride off into the sunset, mate. The number one fantasy sports podcast in the world. Yeah, onwards and upwards. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but, mate, tonight uh, we're going to keep it pretty lighthearted. Limited amounts of fantasy chat, uh, mostly just going through the teams. It's going to be a bit Christmas theme. We're recording on the 20th. Uh, so we're going to have um, the 17 NRL teams of Christmas. And, uh, Ryan, you haven't actually looked at this list at all. Basically, what we're doing, uh, or what we've mostly done, is is compared NRL teams to Christmas themed things. Uh, but then we're also going to go through 
uh, signings and in and out notable sort of fantasy related stuff and uh, and go from there. And also our our ladder predictor. So, mate, we might jump straight into it because I know you're working on a limited schedule as well. And we'll start with our predicted last placed team, which is the St. George Illawarra Dragons. who Missed out on Luai, missed out on Dearden, missed out on Adam Fanua Blake, who have all signed uh, new deals now. And uh, not only that, but Junior Amone also having his contract cancelled. Uh, <laughs> so uh, all, all up, it's, it's pretty uh, disappointing across the board and and maybe that leans into our Christmas themed thing for the dragons here. Uh, so the dragons equivalent is the Christmas prayer, uh, the Christmas present that you get from your grandparents um, because it used to be one of the best presents when you were a kid, but now you just know deep down it's going to be disappointing. <laughs> it's just the, uh, it's the pair of socks or the pair of underwear, <laughs> isn't it? Hey, Hey, yeah. Hey, I won't, I won't hear any underwear and socks slander because there may be another team <laughs> later on that is that specific present. <laughs> okay, all right. Spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> it um, could be like a, a beach towel or um, one of those like water pistols from Silly Sollies that breaks in five minutes. You know, so, something like that. That's the Dragons. Uh, yeah. From a fantasy perspective, there's a little bit of fantasy relevant stuff happening here with uh, Kyle Flanagan named in the halves and or more than likely going to be named in the halves now. Uh, and and your man Jacob Little. Yeah, yeah, that's a boost of stocks for him. Um, hopefully, he, I mean, with the more, well, what we assume is a upgraded the coach uh, head coaching position, um, we get a little bit more stability in and around that hooking position because last year he was just his usage was all over the shop. So um, uh, as we, I, I think everything we said last year probably still stands this year. Is if he can yeah. uh, get those minutes, he's um, yeah, he's going to be a good option. Yeah, no Moses Mbai, so it really is uh, a case of whether they play Jack Bird at utility or or something like that because they really only have little and then a development list hooker in Connor Molson. So, uh, yeah, we'll go more into the Dragons later on when we when we do our full-fledged podcast. So we will go back over all the teams again, so this is more just a run-over-the-top type of thing. So, mate, uh, in 16th place... Uh, second lowest projected finisher is is the West Tigers, and I know uh, obviously we were pretty high. Uh, I went back through and listened to our preseason podcast from last year, and and by the end of the preseason, I was saying they were going to make the eight, and obviously that didn't happen. They got the wooden spoon, <laughs> and um, the West Tigers Christmas equivalent is uh, the kids jumping on you at six a.m. on Christmas morning uh, because you just know. <laughs> But it's going to be stressed from the moment that it starts until it's over. Yeah, no, that's that sounds about right. That yeah, about so right. <laughs> obviously they've added Jerome Luai for 2025, but they've sort of basically said, well, at this stage that he's uh, he's not going to be in in the 2024 calculations. They've got Aiden Caesar. They've added Jaden Sullivan. Uh, this is all whacked out. This signings tracker online here um they've added latu fainu samuela fainu and yeah those two and and another sort of reserve grade guy super rugby oh no it's the winger isn't he Al- alamalo Al- oh yep 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 yeah so um yeah brooks is gone tommy talao's gone dane laurie's gone uh tui simpkins gone wakeham gone 
And um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the the halves combination shakes out. Uh, they obviously needed to do something there. So we think it's a three-way race between Jaden Sullivan, Aiden Caesar, and Latu Fainu. Who do you think is going to miss out there? Oh, it's geez, it's it's tough to know uh, this far out before we've got uh, you know coaches' comments and preseason trials. If you had to mm. guess, you'd say the the uh, the rookie. Um, Probably, I mean, you'd assume Caesar's a lock, um, and then I guess it's up to who's going to be the five eight, isn't it? Yeah, I think I'm inclined to actually think that Jaden Sullivan's going to play fourteen, like he did a little bit of the, the Dragons, and the okay. and Latifani is going to get the start. But we'll see how we go. That'll be great for fantasy. Maybe that's just wishful thinking. Uh, now, fifteenth place, make the Canberra Raiders. 15th projected finish after finishing the top eight last year. And the Canberra Raiders, this one wrote itself. Uh, they're the Grinch. Uh, <laughs> don't need to say more. It's an angry old man. Green, no heart. The jokes really write themselves. Uh, and, um, I mean, he blames everybody else for his problems when really it's all his fault. He's <laughs> the, the Grinch. So, uh, yeah, obviously Jack Whiten leaves. They replace him with nobody of note. Uh, they brought in uh, Morgan Smithies, who seems to be like a discount Victor Radley, if that's even a thing. Uh, and I have grave concerns for the Raiders' season this year. Yeah, it uh, doesn't really seem to be any improvements across the board. Um, the only thing that's going to keep them in it is if they're forward pack and keep firing. Um, mm. But there's only so far that can take you when you're I mean, when your main strike weapon in the halves is gone and you've replaced him with no one, really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, look, while we say this, the Raiders are comfortably the most fantasy-relevant team to start the year uh, between Weeks, Chevy Stewart, Ethan Strange, two of them probably getting a jersey, Jamal Fogarty. Uh, Tarpany's of interest, while uh, particularly while Corey Horsburgh's out, suspended for the first couple of weeks. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of quietly interested in a way mm. uh but uh yeah they're, they're actually i've got more raiders than any other team in my in my uh my predicted lineup for, for my team at the moment so see how we go nice Very good. um 14th the canterbury bulldogs uh the christmas equivalent of the canterbury bulldogs is taking photos at the shopping center with santa uh, because ultimately, uh, although there's a lot of excitement surrounding it, you're really just taking photos with a fat old guy. <laughs> Does that feel good? <laughs> I didn't say that, mate. You said that. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously a lot of excitement about the Bulldogs for the last two years in a row. They've been disappointing. They've added more players. Uh, as to whether those players are... Improvements is yet to be seen. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable that Stephen Crichton's a good addition. There's a lot of utilities, and obviously we won't bang on too much about that. Sounds like they've got a plan for them. And uh, there's there's a couple of interesting uh, maybe bounce-back questions here, like uh, Reed Marnie, for example. Yeah, I mean, this is another team, I guess, maybe like the Tigers we got suckered into a little bit last year. Um, yeah, it's... I'm I'm not too sure what where to go with the Bulldogs um, because they just keep signing. I don't know, like they they'll sign the odd star, but on a, like a little bit more money than probably what they should be on, and then they just sign a bunch of utilities as well. Uh, 
yeah, I'm not too sure what they're building there, but um, yeah. Mate, speaking of not too sure what they're building, we, we have Rob here. I'm just going to add him in. Hey. Welcome. Hello. Whoa, that's loud. <laughs> we are, we're, we're mid-recording, mate. So uh, <laughs> you're late, fashionably late. Got Just got back from the wedding. and uh, Surprise well, wedding. <laughs> surprise wedding. Uh, mate, we just got through with the Bulldogs. We might move, use this opportunity to uh, move on to our, uh, I guess, what's that, our 17, 16, 13th corrected team, which is the, the Redcliffe, not Redcliffe Dolphins. Uh, so uh, Rob and Ryan, the Redcliffe Dolphins uh, Christmas equivalent is Santa Claus himself. Because uh, just when you think he's going to let you down, the old guy brings back the magic one more time. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, so the uh, the Dolphins were pretty active in the recruitment market over the offseason. Uh, Rob, just for your benefit, we're just doing a pretty cursory look over the, the teams here. Nothing super-duper in-depth, but I'll, I'll let you feel the first one. Uh, so they uh, welcome Hobie Farnworth, Tom Flegler, Jake Avarillo, all pretty good additions. Uh, unfortunately, Queensland State of Origin hero Brinko Lee released Pharmacilli, SESE off and, and Collins, no problem. So I think the biggest issue that they've got here is trying to squeeze all of their, you know, fairly good forwards into into the team. Yeah, I think that's right. Um yeah, going through the what our projections were going to be um, was quite tough. I think they're going to all pinch a lot of minutes and, and points from each other. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they go this year. Yeah, and I mean, uh, even Herbie comes in presumably into the centres, which marks the end of uh, Fat Camp Balance to Fare. Surely. Uh, at least for now. Uh, and uh, Avarillo, I mean, they've got options there, whether they play Hammer and Herbie at centre and play Avarillo at fullback to get that ball-playing option or Avarillo play centre. They've got a bit of the, the, the Bulldogs about them in terms of the utilities, Ryan, but uh, I think I think overall this is a better team on paper again that'll be better for the run around. Yeah, for sure. They've made some decent signings here, a few more strike power in, at the back. Um, I guess uh, the interesting one for me is, like, who do we expect to land in the halves with this team? Um Obviously, Sean O'Sullivan's going to be the seven, and there's just that battle for six, isn't it? Is it mm. going to be Cody Nicarima or? Mm. I'm inclined to think it's going to be Isaiah Katoa, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, and maybe Nicarima. Although, like, even we're saying Ray Stone might be the utility, and that just takes away a jersey for one of Nicarima, Milford, and Katoa as well. So it's a good problem to have for Wayne Bennett, for sure. Uh, the next team up, which should, I guess is, uh, I should, probably should put numbers next to these. I'm going to do that for the next one. I think it's our 12th place team. And that sounds yep. right. Um, the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, the Gold Coast Titans are the packet of undies that you open on Christmas morning. Uh, <laughs> because we all appreciate, all appreciate this present a lot more than what we actually let on. <laughs> They always end up being surprisingly fantasy relevant, no matter how 
good or bad they are. So that's what I mean, mate. It's it's, great. It, top, it's themed, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, give me some give me some credit here. So uh they've added Kenan Palacia and uh some depth in the back line with Harley Smith Shields. Um they don't lose anybody of note. Um they do add Dennis Hasler as well, Ryan, and I, I think he's probably the biggest addition for the Titans this offseason. Uh, wait, so, sorry, who'd you say they added? Yes, Dennis Hasler. Oh, sorry. I thought you said Dennis Hasler. I was like, who the hell is that? <laughs> oh, no, it's it's actually, it wouldn't put it, put it past me to the Titans to accidentally sign the wrong guy. Have they uh, signed Dennis Hasler? <laughs> Just his, his I think, he, I think Dennis is the uh, strength and conditioning coach, mate. Got good, good reps on Dennis. Bit of a menace, I heard, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, this Titans team's been crying out for uh, a coach to give them some kind of order, some kind of uh, substance attack. Hard-nosed discipline as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, like, they're a team that's just... Their attack has always been a little bit sideways. Don't really know how to incorporate their strike weapons. They got a little bit better at it last year. But, yeah, I, I, he is the the hope for this side, Des Hasler, because um, they've had the pieces for a while. It's just they've never really been able to put it together on the field. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, they, they're one that, you know, they've got a couple of really interesting uh, options, you know, floating around the fullback position with uh what's his name Jaden Campbell uh you know and last year we were sort of praying for a, a Jaden Campbell Brimson foreign spine for fantasy relevance and ended up getting Tanner Boyd and obviously he's pretty expensive and and there's you know questions again this year as to what that uh what that spine's going to look like but I mean ultimately we'll just sort of have to eyeball this as it gets a bit closer and and um probably go from there any uh, anything more to add to the Titans, Rob? Yeah, I think it is a lot of um, spine not knowing exactly how it's going to play out. Um, there's been a bit of uh, amateur's conjecture about where AJ mm. Brimson's going to sit. Um, yeah. Because he's... I don't know, Foran's getting pretty past it now, eh? But I suppose he's going to be in there regardless. Yeah. It's just, yeah, they've got a number of guys that can play fullback, 5'8", um, and or centre. So we'll see, mm. see what plays out. Yeah, you have to imagine that Brims, if if they're going to incorporate Campbell into the team and not just have him off the bench for 10 or 15 minutes a game, because that was just, you know, malpractice last year, that having the 96-kilo Brimson instead of the 85-kilo Jaden Campbell defending in the the front line is going to be the decision. But, mm. you know, what do I know? Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll we'll move along. You're no Dennis Hasler, mate. Yeah, I'm no Dennis Hasler. Uh, in 11th. It pains me to say the North Queensland Cowboys, uh, who are the roast chicken that you have for lunch, uh, because they are surprisingly close to the top of a lot of people's list of preferred options, but it has the ever-present danger of salmonella. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it can go off the rails pretty quickly, the Cowboys, as we saw last year. A lot of people love the team. You know, 2022 was beautiful, and then, yeah, salmonella in 2023. It was just... A train wreck. They were obviously reading their own headlines, and there was a few injuries, and it was br- a couple of bright spots like the uh, the Kyle Felt cash cow experience. But I mean, you know, more often than not, it was it was a dumpster fire. Although I do have to take this opportunity to make a passing shot at Penrith uh, because uh, you know, obviously, marquee club like the Cowboys able to hold on to their uh, state of origin hero half. Uh, the Panthers, weak source, not so much. 
So uh, <laughs> Cowboys are, are going to be pretty much identical to last year. They lose Peter Hicku. Uh, the really the only real question mark here is whether they keep Kyle Felt in the team and push one of Semi Valame or Murray Talungi into the centres, or whether they run Viliami uh, Vilea or or Laybutt in the centres and and Felt misses out. It's probably the really only you know question mark here. The forward backs kind of you know lost the couple of people who were making it question marks and and I really it's either uh, obviously it's Lukey or Leilua uh, starting on the left edge and the other one will come on to the bench uh and um there's the the four way you know Potter, McLean, Hess, Tomalolo triad of options none of which are particularly good for fantasy and I've seen some people sort of, you know, with some interest in Tom Alolo, but he's a 31-year-old middle forward who relies on power and agility to score fantasy points, which is, you know, not something that 31-year-olds have a lot of. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's probably all I need to say there. Uh, anyone have anything to add to the Cowboys? No, I, I can see the Cowboys bouncing back a little bit this year. Um, I've projected them eighth in my uh predicted uh ladder um i think last year as well like the world cup really took a hit on some of their guys yeah. um yeah i think they could bounce back this year but yeah i think somewhere like the ladder's just so tight in like that mm. six to ten range like they could land anywhere in there to be honest just a win here or there yeah or a loss no, or there. exactly right you're right and um another team that's kind of in that you know kaleidoscope of Teams that could land anywhere is the Parramatta Eels, who land in 10th for us. Uh, Parramatta Eels are the turkey for Christmas lunch uh, because, you know, people talk about it as being one of the stars of the show, but come crunch time, it disappoints more often than not. Mm. <laughs> Very hard meat to cook properly, the yeah, turkey. And exactly. for the eel, I mentioned as well. <laughs> exactly right, yeah. So obviously, you know, sometimes it comes together with a, you know, a forward pass that, everybody sees aside from the referees in like it did in 2022 but i mean outside of that it's uh you know it's pretty weak source and 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 more disappointment than success uh the eels uh lose uh, one of our favorites and andrew davy who retired um really sort of disappointing for me the the big question for the eels i guess is uh is the hooker situation with lasik and hands who both sort of uh you know not really noted hookers as such they had two alungi and morgan harper which you know is i don't know if that's an improvement yeah, i suppose it solves their i suppose it solves their center problem maybe um i think it's going to be further down for the yields this year to be honest yeah it's uh they've, they've not really added anyone of note have they and it's sort of just mm. the same as last year like you say Morgan Harper solves, but I don't know. It's, I think it's just another name on the team sheet. Like, he, is he really that much better than Wonga Blake defensively? Probably not. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. No. And it, I guess uh, the, the biggest question mark is, uh, at least for me, would be um, Brad Arthur's funny rotations from last year. Are we going to get more of the same this year where he's only using about one forward on his bench and the other blokes just played 20 minutes? Yeah, probably. We got, oh, we're a Greg's back too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, got it. Yeah, got got to get got to get him in there. Favorite son. Yeah, not 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 big on the eels this year. I'll be happy to avoid them, uh, for the most part. Yeah, 
whole the whole thing. So uh, uh, there's another team here that it's is ninth that I'm a lot more hot on, and I actually have them coming all the way up in fourth uh, this year, which is the Manly Seagulls. So Rob, the Manly Seagulls are the backyard cricket match because they're absolutely loaded with talent, but injury can and will usually ruin what tape shaped up to be a good time. Mm. <laughs> it's too true. <laughs> Just every year, eh? If if everything clicked for the Sea Eagles, they've got such a good team on paper. Um, yeah, but it just it never seems to all play accordingly. I mean, Tom Trebojevic is a big part of that, but mm. it's not just him, is it? No, it's not. And I mean, Cherry Evans is getting pretty old, and he's been injury free for a while now. He's probably well overdue to to have an injury, uh, which would be so fitting that uh, <laughs> that. Luke Brooks moves from the Tigers to Cherry Evans uh, to the to the Cherry Evanses to the Seagulls. <laughs> May as well so be the can, Cherries, so he can play second fiddle to a dominant halfback who immediately gets injured and he's stuck playing the dominant halfback again. That would be a cruel twist, cruel twist of irony. Uh, but I mean, for from a fantasy perspective, obviously, as you as you point out, Tommy is back. We've also got. Uh, re- maybe a redemption year for Josh Schuster who. Seems to have lost some weight and moves back to his much better position on the edge. We'll probably see Ruben Garrick in the centres. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm very optimistic about this team uh, pending uh, season-ending season ending injuries to, to critical pieces, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you say re- potential redemption year for Schuster until you get your predicted Cherry Evans injury and then Schuster's back stinking it up in the halves again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah, no, but no, you're right. Like he's he is. I don't know why he uh, insists on being a half. Like his skill set and what he's actually good at is uh, much more suited on the edge. So, um, yeah, much more interested in Schuster this year as a potential option as compared to last year when we were all pretty cold on him. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I'm with you as well. Uh, if they can stay healthy, especially during that origin period, I think Luke Brooks um, should help. You know, like being able to yeah have a guy that you can mm. stick in your halves while Cherry Evans is off playing origin you don't have to rely on say the likes of cooper johns or jake arthur Mm. for example you can actually have a a a guy who is a a quality first grade standard i'll I'll say um and he can yeah he can do it for a couple matches so yeah Yeah, i I agree i'm actually really excited for that left attacking edge of ruben garrick josh schuster luke brooks and then tommy turbo sweeping around the outside Mm. actually i actually think that's going to be that's going to be pretty potent out there this year. So, yeah, I think if Schuster can kind of get his attitude right, he's just always been a bit lazy and you know a bit of a passenger, if you will. Um, mm. So, if he gets you know if he gets his attitude sorted, he's got all the talent in the world. He just doesn't you know have the follow through. So, I, I hope he's good as well. He's priced at a good price, and he's still got jewel. So, yeah, not a lot of risk. No. Exactly right. Yeah. Ultimately, he he's uh, like a twenty two year old that got paid way too much money too early and got lazy, which you know that'll happen. Yeah. Possibly it's, playing out it's, of position as well. It, and yeah. It's, yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. I think a lot of the time these kids just need a smack around the ears to tell them to pull their finger out and realize the opportunity that they've got. But um, speaking of pulling your finger out, the Cronulla Sharks in eighth uh, signed Adam Fanua Blake, but not until next year. Uh, for now, asterisk, roll. 2025. I can see you crying. <laughs> uh, so the Cronulla Sharks are your mother who insists that the Christmas tree goes up on the 1st of December 
and comes down at 6 a.m. on Boxing Day. Um, she's the only one who's a fan of this, and everybody else hates it. <laughs> what a very specific. It's so niche. It's so, so, so niche. But what would we expect with Mark? Oh, yeah. But is it, is it incorrect, though? There's the only the sharks are nobody's second team. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, it's they're, they're a bit like Manly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they I think the sharks are like our equivalent of what the Manly was for our like parents' generation. I think is what it is. Like Manly aren't good enough for anyone to not like them these days. Mm. <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah, they're not uh, – yeah, so the, the Sharkies, obviously, they're looking really similar this year as they did last year. Uh, they've got, you know, a, you know, a, a favourable roster again, minimal impact by origin again. Uh, obviously, Nico Hines, who's going to be one of the two to three options that people are looking at for uh, captaincy. And, 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 you know, we are uh, trying to force – Craig Fitzgibbon into picking uh, Eero in the in the centres instead of Talakai uh, for round one. That's sort of our main goal here for the for the Sharks. Yeah, seems to be uh, not that many cheap centres going around. Well, there's some, mm-hmm. but we we're not sure if they're going to be starting or not. So this yeah. Eero would be one of the great ones. Oh, because he's just look, he looks like a, an upside player as well. Absolutely, he'll get a go at some point, I'm sure. But whether it's yeah. round one or not, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I had a half a look at uh, Teague Wilton as well, but coming off the ACL, uh, not so much, and he's still pretty expensive. Uh, oh, and they've added Billy Burns, who somehow is like 660k. And Moylan's gone. Oh, yeah. Trindle's in. It's going to be interesting to see how that impacts Heinz's fantasy scoring. If you jump on our website, www amateursfantasysports.com backslash NRL backslash sharks. I think that's what it is. Uh, you'll see that I have uh, made some notes there about how Trindle's uh, kick meters will likely impact Nico Hines' scoring versus the early schedule. Uh, it's going to be an interesting to see which statistical data set uh, wins out. Uh, so obviously Hines averaged 73 or something last year. Um, I, I sort of, there's a school of thought that he might average in the, the high 60s instead of the low 70s due to the kick meter reduction, but also with the schedule, um, you know, if you apply it out, he might, you know, he averages over 80 against bottom four teams and he's got them in like five of the first 12 games or something like that. And uh, he doesn't play Origin. So that's going to be an interesting discussion for us to have closer to the season, Ryan. Yeah, until uh, until Madge picks him, um, <laughs> yeah. we'll see. But uh, yeah, do you think they'll go Luai and Cleary again? I'm sure we'll have this debate many times closer to. Yeah, yeah well, time. I mean, we'll have to see. I, I don't think they will, but yeah, it's still a long mm, way to go from from there. Um, anyway, Sharks. Uh, yeah, no. Look, I, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I do worry a little bit about. Trindle being next to Hines, like I'm, I'm sure he's going to be an elite half, um, the number two option, I'd say. Um, yeah, it's it's just one of those ones where Moylan is just a gift for whoever the halfback is and has been for a long time, and it's a shame to see him go, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I did. Oh, I do actually just want to point out because this is probably the last time we'll ever say his name on the podcast. Uh, Wade Graham retired. Mm. <sighs> 
And he was such a hero in my fantasy team for the last couple of weeks there. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Went out on a high. <laughs> went out with a bang. Uh, yeah. Captain uh, by captain. Yeah. Speaking of going out with a bang, uh, the Knights are seventh. The Knights are Home Alone, the movie, uh, which is definitely a Christmas movie. Uh, more often than not, it's a lot of fun, but really it's just about grown men trying and failing in situations they should absolutely succeed in. <laughs> oh, these, these are great. So, so good. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> the, the Knights went the Ricky Stewart Raiders route this year and signed a bunch of English blokes. Uh, they got Will Price, who I'm actually really excited about. They also got Kai Pierce Paul, who uh, I know nothing about at all, aside from the fact that he's injured and people keep asking me why he's not in our round one predicted team, but I think it's because he's not having a preseason at all. Um, also, uh, TK seems to be pretty hot on Christian Mapapalangi, who's a half-slash-edge that they're talking about playing on the wing, uh, but I have to imagine that's going to be Tom Jenkins. So uh, the the rock star here for us, obviously, is uh, is big Kalen Ponga, who comes in at 55, Rob, but off an average in the fullback position of over 60 last year. And, I mean, it really is going to be a case of uh, do you want to outlay that 700 and something grand for a guy uh, with the combination of injury concerns and high price that early in the year versus the potential upside at the position. Do you think he's going to play Origin or Reese Walsh? Walsh. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, I think there are a number of um, high-quality, high-priced fullbacks that I'm sure we'll talk about, but there also seems to be some kind of cheap mid-level um, yeah. options. Tom Trebojevic, we've mentioned already. Um Possibly Jaden Campbell. Um, and uh, who's the other one? Pappenhausen, maybe, if, if, he's, yeah. if he's back. So it's those yeah. kind of guys that are the cheaper, underpriced guns. But, look, I've got no issues with starting, like, loading the wing fullback because it seems like there are some good um, some good options and, like, high-scoring options. It's um, Even your man Tedesco probably will, will be all right. No, but he always My starts man slow, Tedesco. doesn't he? So. When you was, going on about him in the group chat? I was just, I was just asking a question, mate. Mark's I'd never, of the day. I'd never start with Tedesco personally, but um, <laughs> I've done it too many times. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Any any additional thoughts on the Knights, Ryan? Have you? I know you've been at, dedicatedly doing your research the last couple of weeks on all these NRL options. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a little bit lower on the Knights than I think uh, potentially you are. I think maybe I'm the reason why uh, they've ended up what, in seventh in the uh, consensus? I've dragged them down a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just expecting a little bit of regression here. They went on a little bit of a hot streak towards the end mm. there. Uh, I'm not sure if that's necessarily sustainable. Um, I, I guess we'll see. I, I was a lot more interested in Ponga until I saw his price and that they've uh, mm. they've done the fan hub to him. Um, I think prior to that, he would have been straight in. But now, uh, I'm a, I don't know, I'm a little bit... A little bit iffy. Uh, I think there's certainly some value there. It's just whether or not you want to pay for, you know, a, a wing fullback that expensive. But yeah, yeah, like, hmm. yeah. No, I understand. Um, the Rabbitohs are sixth. Uh, for the record, I have the Knights in the top four. Um, welcoming back Jaden Bailey as well. Um, I think there's no. just a there's a lot of kind of halves slash. Um, obviously, Pong is at fullback, but other than that. 
and and probably Brayley is at nine. But other mm. than that, the rest of it is kind of up in the air. Um, yeah, there's. Lots I'm pretty of... comfortable that it's going to be Jackson Hastings at halfback. And yeah, I Will, think so Will too. Price at five eight. But they do, you know, they do have Cogger and they do have Crossland. Who Crossland was really good last year. We've got to mm. remember that. But agree, yeah. a bit of a hot hand situation with Brayley's ACL. Um, but I think yeah, he's going to just play the Kurt Mann role, like he's going to play like forty minutes at lock. Yeah, I'm That's sure he'd do a good job at that as well. Yeah, so. well, he he did it in periods last year, so mm. uh, already. Uh, the Rabbitohs are going to be our sixth place team. Uh, they are your divorced uncle's homemade eggnog, uh, because when he brings it out at the start of the day, it sounds great, but the end result is often disappointing. Mm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Depends how long it's been out in the sun, eh? Yeah, exactly right. And sometimes they get a bit overcooked, uh, starting, you know, get on the run too early or, you know, injuries or get a little bit too hot and end up suspended for five weeks for coat hangering a guy. You know, it's, you know, there's the, everything, the conditions need to be absolutely perfect for the eggnog to, to come off the right way. Otherwise, it's, uh, it, it, you know, it ends up not, not being all it's cracked up to be. So, um, Obviously, the Rabbitohs are another team that are pretty similar outside of adding Jack Whiten, who could, you know, he obviously, I think he makes the team better while simultaneously adding even more volatility, if that was even possible. Um, I mean, outside of that, it's pretty similar looking team. They also had Sean Kepi, who I think is going to be really good for depth, although they lost Jaime Sele, which probably, you know, swings and roundabouts and um, Black Taff goes to the Bulldogs. That's that's about it, really. Ryan, what are your, what are your thoughts on the, the Rabbits? Yeah, I think that they can definitely improve on last year. They, like, everything sort of went wrong for them last year, um, right from the get-go with uh, Trell missing a huge chunk of time. Um, I, I think they are a team that, that can definitely improve. Uh, I think I've where have I put them? I put them. I put them third. So yeah, I, I'm I'm quite high on the Rabbitohs. But uh, again, like if things fall apart again, then yeah, they could easily end up missing the eight. But I think there is um, a lot of improvement in this team, and they've still got all these superstars across the park. If they could just put it together, um, there's no reason why they shouldn't be contending for a top four spot, in my opinion. Yeah, no, exactly right. Um, for, I, I actually think that the Rabbitohs' uh, failure last year could have been my fault. Um, <laughs> so I'm in a, a tipping comp uh, where I have to pick a team at the start of the year that I have to tip every single week without foul, no matter what, and that team always just gets absolutely hammered by injuries. Uh so last year it was the the rabbitos. The year before it was the uh, roosters. Roosters. Yeah. <laughs> so, a lot of injuries on the roosters last year too. Yeah, there was. Yeah, they're actually. You, you'll notice that the roosters haven't been mentioned yet. No, uh, I know. We're working up the table, aren't we? We're working up the table, and we're going to go up to the the fifth place New Zealand Warriors, Ooh. who are love actually the movie, uh, one for the discerning fan who's absolutely all about their tradition of watching this movie every holiday season. <laughs> Are you guys, have you seen the movie Love Actually? Yeah. 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 You like I, it? Yeah. You're a fan? You love it? I think I've seen it too many times yeah. to enjoy it anymore. I think Kira Knightley just annoys me at this point. There's too many memes of her, really? like, okay. um, what is it? I, I look quite pretty. Thing, you know? mm. it's, it's too much. I say, that, I say that to myself when I get ready every morning in the mirror, so, yeah. <laughs> in your stupid little head. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so obviously the Wars going to lose their front man, Adam Fadua-Blake, but not until next year. Uh, the premiership window is wide open here for the Warriors. 
A bit of team continuity is going to, you know, do them a world of good. Although one of the things that we did discuss uh, post-season, you know, that I sort of messaged everybody is we maybe overvalued team continuity a little bit in the preseason last year. Although they do add Roger Tuabasashek and Kate Well, who are both, I think, you know, high-value additions to the team to 80-minute players for this side, or at least Kate Well should be the bulk of the 80, if not 80. And Rob, are you? Uh, did you buy your grand final tickets yet? Oh, not yet, not yet. I've still got some Qantas credit from when I was going to go over for the grand final last time, though. So maybe I'll use that. Um, I, I think we were ha- a discussion we were having today, and my kind of rugby league chat was like how the bench is going to look between like Ford and Capewell can obviously both play eighty, and then you've got Nakore who can play the edge, and he's really dangerous on the edge, but he can also play in the middle. So, what exactly they're going to do there? Because if like uh, Harris Tavita or someone else like that is on the bench, the bench starts looking pretty small. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what it, what it looks like. Yeah, I, I'm I'm of the opinion that they're not going to run Harris Devita. They're going to use Kate Well as their center cover. Yeah, uh, I and think that's just run right. the run the Tavanga like run the four forward bench with Tavanga covering Hulgura and Kate Well covering the centers. the centers or Nikore yeah. covering the centers. Uh, Tohu obviously we know can play halfback if required. So or Dylan Walker. Yeah, or Dylan Walker. So, I mean, they've got lots of options there. Ryan, um, what about you? you get your grand final ticket yet? <laughs> no, not quite. Um, I, I think sort of on the opposite end of the Rabbitohs, like where, where the Rabbitohs were a team where everything sort of just went wrong, uh, the Warriors were a bit of a team where everything sort of went right. Um, mm. so, so it's possible just like they ended up, the Warriors ended up being the Cowboys of 2023 in terms of like that team everyone oh, no. down the ladder. Uh, who didn't, who, you know, shut up the ladder out of nowhere. Um, it's, oh, no. It's possible that maybe they go backwards a little bit this year. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Sorry, he said it, not me this year. So I f- yeah, R- Ryan just case. said Warriors bottom four is what I heard. I, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Come on, come on, come on, back up. Yeah, no, no I agree. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that the team is better on paper, but every time the Warriors team looks good on paper, it's a disappointing season. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Nah. I, I think I think we sort of recognise in the off season, like adding one or two key obvious improvements positionally being the the sweet spot, you know, of continuity and and upgrading your team. So I, I like the Warriors for this year, uh, and it'll be interesting to see if their you know old bodies hold up. So, mm. uh, Melbourne Storm are fourth. Uh, they are your cool auntie who gets drunk by lunchtime. Um, consistently high level entertainer on the day, all the time, every time. Mm. <laughs> so uh, that you know, top four. You know, every time we count them out, they uh, still are a top team. Uh, they have all the key essential cogs to do it again this year. Uh, they lost. I'm just doing this, wrapping this straight out of memory here. They lost Tom Eisenhuth, uh, which you know is kind of not a big problem. Tarek Sims goes. Uh, Jaden. Nick Arima goes, George Jennings goes, Jordan Grant goes, doesn't look like they signed anybody, not a soul. Um, so they've literally just bought guys up from development, which is not a problem. Ryan Pappenhausen, he's fit. Asterisk. Uh, at some point, maybe Jack Howarth is going to 
play for his 500 grand a year. Maybe. Uh, although, at this point, I think he is just basically like Craig Bellamy's just taunting the rest of the league to show that he can have a top 14 without half a million dollars in salary cap, and he's just doing it on purpose. Um, yeah, the Storm, you know, looks solid. I assume that, you know, they'll run out pretty much exactly as per program. The only real question is, assuming that Pappenhausen's fit, he plays at fullback round one, whether, you know, he stays there the whole year and or, you know, he's fitted and blah, blah, blah is questions. But I don't feel that there's any chance of uh, even, is it Falago? Ah, uh, yeah, he was good those last couple of games, wasn't yeah. he? Or was it just one he filled in? He's in a development contract as well. He was really good in the World Cup. I think yeah, he was. is what it was. And I mean, like his time will more than likely come, I would suggest VR center or something like that. Uh, like Remus Smith and Marion Seve uh, seem to be the low hanging fruit of players that might lose their job uh, for Nick Meany and or Falago. Uh, but we'll, we'll see what happens there. No doubt on my mind, Storm's going to be a top side again this year. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, probably not much more to add there, Ryan. Yeah, no, it's just sort of cut and paste for the last 20 years with Melbourne, isn't it? Um, yeah, not much more to add. They're good every year. They'll be competing right around that top four again. It's just who mm. they are at this point. Yeah, no, exactly right. Uh, Roosters, third. The Roosters are your cousin who got way better Christmas presents than you because his parents are rich. Mm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so upsetting, eh? You get the knockoff, the... Order yep. from Wish. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, you know, they got the brand new Furbies when you were like a kid or, you know, got a Nintendo 64 and you got a, I don't know, beach towel or something. I don't know. Uh, Chatter rings. Just, just, just go, I don't know what people in New Zealand got for presents. Was there a, you know, did you guys have the Furby? Was that a thing there? Yeah, well, there? Yeah, yeah, I don't think I had a Furby, but people certainly yeah. had them. Yeah, no, I don't have one either. So you weren't. That's why you, you don't play for the Roosters. That's why. Uh, obviously, the Roosters' biggest problem is trying to squeeze all of their Superbot stars into their team at the moment. Um, you know, it seems like in our predicted 17, there's no place for Siwa Wong or Terrell May, which, you know, the uh, the Bulldogs would absolutely, you know, Phil Gould would slit someone's throat to get Terrell May, uh, which is... Uh, it's, it's crazy that they just have this this many good players here. Yeah, obviously, we've got, you know, the question marks around Angus Crichton, whether he's going to be able to play and whether he's ever going to be an edge back rower again or he's just going to be a, a bench forward. And we've got a 31-year-old James Tedesco. You know, is he ever going to be the same player or not? And, you know, at some point, is he going to sign, go back to the Tigers uh, and get a, a massive contract there so they can move Mano to fullback? Um, oh, imagine that. I feel like Buller is the Tigers' only good player. So yeah. would oh, he even get a spot off. at the Tigers? Yeah, no. That's that's some there's some disrespect there to a couple of players, but I'll allow it. <laughs> um Yeah, no, obviously uh, Jared Warrior Weir- Highgraves is, is getting pretty old, but he's gonna be in the team until he's not anymore. And I mean they've got Collins there, Nat Butcher, who was really, really good last year. Um they really got you know, Lenny Yu coming in, they got Siwa Wong, Tupanua off the ACL with the, you know, the, the, the extra time to recover, Terrell May, Siwa Wong. Yeah, just it's just an absolutely stacked forward pack. They added Dom Young as well in the in the backs, just, you know, across the park. This, this team on paper 
Like they're probably the only real weakness is the the gelling of the team. Is that a fair statement, Rob? Yeah, it's almost too many mouths to feed, you know, like with Manu on a, in the centres, um, Tedesco, they all demand a lot of ball. They've got a lot of point guards, you know, yep. and they all want their hands on the ball. And even Cheese, right? Like yes, every single position, they've got someone that like is unquestionably better with the ball in their hands. And mm. it's it's really tough to just, and I just don't know if they've found that link between Sam Walker and Luke Carey yet. It, it it was a bit better at the end of last year, but yeah, I wonder if something has to give in terms of one of those key players getting hurt or um, you know getting benched or put down to Ooh. reserve grade. Like what happened? I mean, Luke Carey's pretty old now. Um, if you, I mean, but we saw enough Walker Manu, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't even know if Manu's best position is six, but he's still really good yeah. in, the, in the spine. He just needs the ball. I thought it was yeah. Kiri Manu last year, not Walker Manu. Mm, no, maybe it was Walker he was before. in reserve grade for quite a long time, wasn't yeah. he? And then he got hurt. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, All I know this... is Suwili is better on the wing. Yeah, but he's going to play center. Without a doubt. Yeah, until he gets shipped off to rugby. And I never have to hear his name ever again. Uh, he'll come back <laughs> to the dogs. Yeah, no, nah, honestly, yeah. Oh, mate, I'll, I'll be so happy to never hear the name Joseph Suwali ever again. I honestly don't even care. Um, yeah. Has there ever been a young kid with so much, like, expectation put on him? That that failed. It's crazy. It's like, how it's do you like, even judge someone? It, like the, only, the only equivalent is, like, Ben Simmons in the oh, NBA. Yeah. Top two, Broncos at number two. Um, you know, Pan- uh, how shit are we going, Panthers number one again? That's, that is called straight bat. One straight bat. Not even the next. Not even the year that the games are happening. Uh, predictions. <laughs> um, Broncos, not to bet the Panthers though, but we'll, we'll, oh, we'll yeah. get to them tomorrow. We'll get to them next. Yeah. So the Broncos are the roast vegetables. Uh, they're rarely the stars of the show, but consistently good quality occasionally magnificent and it just wouldn't be the same without them that's fair uh, mm. yeah <laughs> yep uh broncos uh lose kurt Catewell. uh they also lose tom flegler uh they farnworth uh, lose farnworth i i'm wondering if maybe the broncos are too high here that's a lot I'm, of people to lose i'm wondering if they are the the overperformers last year i think mm. Possibly the Warriors were too, but Broncos were like mm. quite exceptional last year and they still didn't yeah. win. So mm. did they get better? Yeah. No, they definitely got absolutely 100% definitely got worse. Yeah. I think Cape Wells a big, big loss. It's like, it's kind of like when Panthers lost um, Kukau and we didn't really think about the effect it would have. Mm. Um, Piercore is Although good, but it didn't really seem to bother them to be fair. Well, but it just took a while for them to figure out the kind of edge combinations, yeah. right? Like I think I think the biggest loss in this entire thing might be Flegler and or Farnworth, not Kate Well. I'm not worried about Kate Well at all. I think, you know, like obviously uh replacing Herbie Farnworth with Dean Mariner, you know, they obviously have some some wraps on him. So maybe that won't make a difference. And Tom Flegler, they've they've swapped him with Fletcher Baker who, mm. you know, Flegler's an origin player, Ryan and, and Baker isn't. Uh but uh, you know, Flegler's maybe a dubious origin selection as it was, though. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, 
a little bit of a hothead. Um, I mean, he played a decent role, but with when you've got Payne Haas and Paddy Carrigan soaking up so many minutes each week, yeah, how much are you going to miss him, really? Like, you've still, like, mm. you just need, like, Corey Jensen's fine. Fletcher Baker will be fine. Like, you only need them to play 35 minutes. Like, it's. Yeah. It's Bring back money to Powell, I reckon. Yeah. Yes, get him back. Kapow. Um, no, I actually think uh, Kate Ball's probably a decent offload for them. Um, you know, the uh, kind of the case of uh, get rid of them one year, get rid of them one year too early rather than one year too mm. late type yeah, thing. That's a good shot. Um, yeah, uh, I think the biggest loss has got to be Herbie. Uh, yeah, he was really good last year. Yeah, the back line's definitely looking a little bit weaker. Um, the rest of it, I'm not too concerned about. Yeah, well, I mean, they got Corey Oates if they want to push Jesse Arthurs in the centres. But Dean Mariner has had some raps on him for a long time. They've re-signed him to 2027, so obviously the Broncos believe in him. And I, I, I tend to believe that the Broncos' recruitment and retention, like if it was the Tigers or the Bulldogs or someone like that letting letting him go, I'd probably be sending more alarm bells out. But the fact that the Broncos are just absolutely confident to let him go, probably, you know, like I trust the organisation, I guess. Yeah, he was pretty good in his limited starts last year, Mariner. Um, mm. He scored like five tries or something in four games. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, Broncos are obviously flying at that point. Um, mm. But uh, I think he, I think it'd be good. I think winners average sorts itself out. Um, he's because he's quite expensive, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, I think he'd be a yeah. good player. Or maybe it won't sort itself out. We'll see how we go. Maybe it will just skyrocket. Yeah, like he'll be fine with. Yeah. Um, so the Panthers, Panthers are number one and boys, the Panthers are the people on Facebook who post photos of what they got for Christmas. Um, yeah, we know that you're happy, but we're all miserable. So piss off. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice Look, being so nobody consistently cares. good, eh? Nobody <laughs> cares about what you got for Christmas. Nobody cares that you won three premierships, you know, just, <laughs> you know, you just you just wait for your humble pie. I really wanted to make them something like, oh, you've only been good for the last couple of years, and before that was just a big pile of shit. But I couldn't think of anything like that, so I landed landed with this. It makes me sound salty, I know, but I am salty. It's okay. Yeah, no. When you oh, win so much, it's okay to be salty. Yeah, it went from uh, it went from no team could go back to back to we had a back to back one year gap and then a back to back to back. So. You know, I say bring back the old, uh, the, re- the bring back the wrestle, bring back the wrestle and the tackle. I want to see some more 12 8 score lines. <laughs> I want to see these six agains. I want to see Nathan Cleary able to score 20 points in five minutes against the Broncos with no PCL in his knee. I don't want that shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Oh. Ezra Man had the game of his life as well, just, and then just, just like quietly. Yeah, oh just, mate, Ezra Mam. I could not have had more money. I would have put, I would have put both my houses on Ezra Mam, man of the match, with twenty minutes to go. I know, and then he just got done by Cleary. Yeah, <laughs> he like Cleary treated him like the uh, that packet of jellies that get left on the table, or like the chocolate covered nuts that just like they sit on the table for the entire Christmas day and then get put back in the packet because nobody eats them. That's that's how what Nathan Cleary did to the Broncos in the last twenty minutes. Yeah. Disrespected. All right, boys, I got a bonus one here for you before we sign off. Um, obviously, that the Panthers are going to be good. Nathan Cleary, we'll talk about him later on. Uh, bonus one here: <laughs> Queensland State of Origin. The Queensland State of Origin team is diehard. 
because no matter how hard the haters try to deny it, this is the spirit of what Christmas is all about. <laughs> yeah. Spirit, spirit of league. Christmas. Spirit of origin. That's it. You said well, just don't get Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right, mate. New South Wales are like, um, I don't know, like some, like a non, uh, like the old traditional Christmas carols that haven't been remixed by like Mariah Carey or Justin Bieber or something like that. <laughs> like they're still, they're living in the past or like 25 years ago when they had a positive winning record. Bit of Bing Crosby or something. Yeah. They haven't yeah. come, they haven't come up with the, with the times. They need a, a very Michael Bublé Christmas. You know, other than that, it's they, they don't. They just don't get Christmas carols. They just don't get it. No. Yeah. So, oh <laughs> uh, boys, any uh, any closing thoughts on the the podcast of the year? First pod, first uh, the only uh, only twenty twenty four podcast of twenty twenty three. How's that? <laughs> the Christmas special. That's no, been good. No, it's just it's good to be making teams again. To be you know, uh, yeah, making yeah. teams and then deleting your whole team. It's. Uh, it feels good. It feels like we're back. Yeah. Just three <laughs> I, uh, months to go. <laughs> I just made my team once, and then I sort of like I haven't touched it. I like I just put all the players in that I've been researching. I've spent a lot more time researching. I think this preseason building the website, so mm. that's kind of been helpful because I've really sort of honed in on specific players that I've been like really liking. So it was way easier for me to just go through and go tick 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 tick, and I like sort of fiddled with it a bit. So I'm sure you guys will. Um, you know, do that over the next couple of weeks and we'll be, uh, you know, entering January with a uh, a healthy understanding of what's happening and I'll be in Mirage season. <laughs> so I'll be I'll be coming to you guys with, like, I don't know, Jake Avarillo or something like that and you'll be just oh. telling me to get out. <laughs> yeah, that's what, it's all I want. It's all I love is just, like, having, a, like, obscure player debates um, yeah. in the months all, before it starts. <laughs> all, then, all you, all, is it say, would you say it's all you want for Christmas, Rob? It is. <laughs> it's all I want for Christmas. It's all I want for New Year's. It's uh, all, yeah. all you want for Christmas is Blake Taff being the 13th highest owned player at the moment. That's, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And Bronson Sherry at 16% ownership. It's madness. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love this. This is the best time of the year. I'm a bit sad to see Jaden Burrell not on the uh, Who's Hot list. Maverick Guy is on there, though, mate. So Oh, he's all right, though. Yeah, he's a gun. He he will yeah. be good. but Maybe one day. We need an injury to Liam Martin or something. Yeah, I'll, say, maybe he'll I'll put him go in to the Eels like Hopgood and then... Oh, no, I think he. I think at some point... Oh, did you see Zach Hoskins uh, maybe going to the Raiders this year? Ooh. Yeah, that makes sense, I think. He's a bit of a odd man out. Mm. And that opens up the Mav Gaia. That opens yeah, up lovely. a spot for Mav Gaia there. Yeah. So, yeah, love to see that. Love to see it. All right, boys. What's what's the plans for Christmas? I'm, I'm, I'm having Christmas at my house. I think I'm going to do a Christmas brisket. Oh, I love a brisket. Yeah. I think I'm going to put it on. I was looking at the butcher the other day. They had a three and a half kilo brisket for 50 bucks. Pretty good. Yeah. I might just... Put it in the uh, in the like uh, the smoker overnight and just go to sleep and just wake up and hope it's cooked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, low and slow. That's the that's the trick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sticking around uh, Auckland. Um, a number of Christmas family events. Um, mm. But yeah, should be good. I think we're doing an eye fillet, which will yeah. be lovely. First Christmas with a baby. Uh, second, but uh, she didn't really know what was going on too much. 
uh, last how, year. How so. old is she now? 16 months. Wow, time flies. I thought she was like six months old. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. That, that's how good I'm going. <laughs> time flies. Yeah. When you are discussing Jake Averillo. <laughs> what about you, right? Uh, no, jetting off to uh, Christchurch in a couple of days, uh, Christmas with the Kiwi fam. That's right. Lovely. All right. Well, you got, you'll be just up the road then. It's, what's that, like 20 minutes? Yeah, just around the corner. <laughs> New Zealand. The whole thing in New Zealand is only about two hours from top to bottom, isn't it? Yeah, by, yeah driving, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great. Well, if anybody's in uh, Brisbane, Auckland or Christchurch, hit us up for a, uh, a Christmas beer. Maybe not on Christmas Day, but... We'll uh yeah we'll, yeah, we'll be Mark's kicking around. Brisket, so. Yeah, I'm I'm at home. Yeah, I like I like cooking for people. If anyone wants to come out of my house with Christmas brisket, let me know. It's <laughs> got a few Avarillo takes if you're interested. Yeah, if you as long as you promise to listen to me talk about Jake Avarillo for three hours straight, we're on. I've got to keep the Byron spirit alive, mate. Since podcast's not podcast anymore, Byron's not podcasting anymore. We're gonna have lots of Spencer Lenyu and Jake Avarillo takes. That's that's it. I've got just a quick take. Who do you think's the best signing so far, like of twenty twenty four? Who's like your hot take? For as in who's gonna make the most difference to that team? Or yeah. like hmm. oh, that's no, I wasn't even thinking about that. Just a nice, like not necessarily fanny question. Yeah. Mm. Brooksy? Luke, mm, that's Luke alarming. Luke. No. Don't put the pressure on him, Ryan. I quite <laughs> like Lenny. I, I heard you mention him, which is what yeah led me to think about that i i saw uh i saw apparently um uh lenny who did an interview because you know how him and jared warrior hargraves had that like blow up last year or whatever oh that's right apparently they were in the gym like on the first week of training and and you know if, if there's one person in the nrl that you'd want to like come in and diffuse a situation with humor it would be cheese mm. And he uh, apparently walked into the gym and like Lenny and Wuri Argos are in there like not talking to each other. And he's like, oh, have you guys kissed and made up yet? Or something like that. <laughs> like, and apparently it like broke the, broke, broke the, the tension. It's good stuff. Mm. I actually think that the signing of the year could possibly be Des Hasler. Ooh. Pe- Peter, my, uh, my brother, Peter, uh, tells me that the Titans are making the eight this year. Ooh, I'd nice. like them to make the eight. I think it's good for the game. Yeah, it is. That was the Ash Taylor was the last time they made the eight. Yeah, twenty sixteen, wasn't it? We, I think we went to that game, that finals game it was like the Titans and the Broncos in like twenty sixteen mm. or something. I remember being over on uh, Strad- Stradbroke Island watching the the last game of the season without to win to get in. I think. Mm. Nice, so, good time. That was when I first moved to Brisbane. What about you, Ryan? You got a signing of the year? Oh, geez. I mean, it's hard. I don't know. Outside of like the big names, um, yeah, I kind of like the uh, the Spencer Lenu shout. I think that'll be good for them. I mean, there's Jackie Whiten. Yeah, I was uh, going to say Whiten in the centres. Whiten, yeah. yeah, he could be. He could be anything, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. There's actually not that many big names that are moved on, other than like those sort of couple of guys we mentioned. Mm. It's sort of like the, the all the signings are popping off for 2025. Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe we're like misunder misunderestimating like a uh, Herbie Farmworth to the Dolphins or something I was like just that, or that. Flegler. Yeah, 
Yeah, I actually think the Dolphins have a really nice forward pack, and they were probably only like one to two strike weapons away, like while with adding Flegler to to actually sort of doing something. And if they can get Hamaso, Avarillo, and uh, Herbie sort of working together uh, and and creating some some space, because all three of those players can can sort of you know bump players off and get loose pretty pretty well. So I'm looking forward to to seeing what the Dolphins can put together. I'd like to see all four Queensland teams make the uh, the top eight this year. Maybe that'll be my uh, maybe that'll be my hot take for the off season. That's huge. I love that. <laughs> but it's going to be the cows that don't make it, right? Ah, don't shut up. All right, <laughs> no worries, guys. All right, thank you for joining. No, no. But also, yeah, no, Ryan, you got to go. You can, uh, yeah, we don't want you getting divorced six months after you get married, mate. You better go and catch up with your in laws. And uh, Rob, it's you know midnight. <laughs> what was it over there? 9.30? 930. Yeah. yeah. No, like, that's past my bedtime. All right, and I'm going to go get a, another a protein shake full of scotch. So thank you very much for joining us all. Uh, obviously looking forward to talking a lot more hours of NRL Fantasy with you 2024. Um, make sure you get around the, uh, you know, if, if you're not into the the, the pickle bet, no, everybody likes to put a punt on as well. That's fine. Don't feel pressure to do that. You can go on... Uh, Buy us a beer if you want to support the show or just, you know, get involved in the the socials. You can, uh, you know, do all sorts of stuff and, and sort of get stuck in. Don't be shy to to post your own player takes in the group as well and and, and stimulate some discussion. We, we like that. There's a lot of people kicking around over, over the break. Uh, and, um, yeah, we'd love to chat fantasy. The, uh, the, gr- the 2024 preseason group chat's popping off too in the Facebook group. So... Uh, yeah, great. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the Fantasy Amateurs Christmas special. And, uh, you know, Rob, why don't you give us a ho, ho, ho on the way out? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> That's so low energy. Apologies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Classic. That was great. That was everything I wanted and more from that. All right. Uh, on behalf of the Fantasy Amateurs, we'll see you in 2024. Love you guys. This show was brought to you by our good friends at Picklebet. You can support the show by changing your regular bookmaking provider to Picklebet and using the code AMATURES on your first deposit to let them know where we found you. Make sure to set a deposit limit because chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.